another edition of the First and Orange Broncos podcast presented by the Denver Post. I'm Kyle Fredrickson sitting beside Ryan O'Halloran. It is August 7th, the lead up to the Broncos' first preseason game against Minnesota. How excited are you, Ryan? Come on, man. Get, get, get the people going a little bit. I'm fired up because the first preseason game reveals a lot. And uh, we'll get into that throughout the week is, you know, they, you reveal, okay, they like this guy more than we thought they would. They may be down on this guy more than they thought they were. And, uh, it, but the big thing is it gets you one step closer to the regular season. Absolutely. And the, the big news, I don't know if we'll call it big news, but, but for this purpose we will call it big. Uh, the Broncos released their first preseason depth chart. Um, a lot of different guys to pour over looking at where they sit, where they might sit after the preseason. Um, check out DenverPost.com for a, an observations blog by myself to really break down these different groups and, 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 and the different players who are set up at, at different spots. But for the sake of this podcast, let's talk about some surprises. Let's look at Philip Lindsay. Uh, here's the guy who gets the number one kick return nod, uh, being a rookie, being undrafted, obviously a bit of a surprise. For you, Ryan, what ultimately led to this decision? I think they want to see him get as many touches as possible during the preseason. They, I think they have an idea what he can bring to this offense and this uh, return unit, but they want to get him involved quickly. I would expect him to return kicks. I expect him to maybe catch a punt or two, and I expect him to be heavily involved in the run game and, and receiving game. You know, He's going to be your MVP of August. Will that be enough to make the 53? We don't know that for another month. So, you know, the Lindsay thing jumped out as a positive, uh, but um, I, but I was a little surprised that he wasn't uh, listed as number two punt returner. Right. That, I thought that was interesting. And, and being that I've covered Philip Lindsay this past season at CU, you know, he was a guy who did not return one kick last year. Now, granted, uh, he also led the FBS with, I think, 310 carries. So, you know, the, the Buffs did their very best to keep him healthy. Um, but this is a situation that he really has to adapt to. He hadn't really t- taken back many kicks at CU uh, going back to his freshman year. So uh, for the Broncos, Obviously, they're hoping that that he becomes kind of a breakout star and solidifies that role. I think with Lindsey to make this roster, he has to kind of find one of those return jobs and and make it his own. Uh, But this is a Broncos team that hasn't returned a a kickoff touchdown for a a score uh, since 2013 with Trendon Holiday. So you really got to go back uh, to the last time this team was able to do that. But as we shift gears here a little bit, staying on offense, another guy who surprised uh, was the tight ends group, Jeff Hireman misses seven practice and is still uh, the number one guy. How do you make sense of that? Well, this is where I go to Vance Joseph who says the depth chart means nothing. It's going to change 50 times over the next month. I thought Hireman, just because he hasn't been out there, they'd put him in parentheses saying, you have that number one spot, but you haven't done anything. So to me, Hireman being number one debunks the whole depth chart, to me personally. (laughs) But we're still going to talk about it. Um, He's missed a lot of time probably not going to play Saturday night against the Vikings but does that create an opportunity for Jake Butt to start week one? That's who i go with he's been out there, Fumagalli's been banged up so maybe you keep a guy like Austin Trailer to be an inline blocker so the tight end mix and I wrote in uh, Tuesday's Denver Post, the tight end uh, situation got a little murky with Hireman. Well, it got a lot murkier <laughs> today without Fumagalli out there, too. Yeah, absolutely. With Hireman, it's, it's as simple as they don't want to give this job straight up to Jake Butt before he does anything. Don't let the rookie get too big of a head. I guess he's not a rookie, but you know what I mean. Well, I thought that would be the case with the exception of Bradley Chubb. Uh, I thought we'd get him in a second. I thought he'd be listed still as a backup. You know, Teams want to let these rookies earn that spot even though in their mind they have a week one role sketched out for them so 
ultimately, I think Jake Butt is going to emerge as this number one guy. It may not just be right away. Right. You mentioned Bradley Chubb, uh, a good transition, looking at some two defensive placements uh, that surprised us a little bit. And you mentioned it. Bradley Chubb not being a number two guy, being the number one outside linebacker. Uh, Shane Ray sitting behind Von Miller at the other linebacker spot. Uh, how, do you, how do you make sense of that? Is, is this uh, another situation where uh, the Broncos just need to see what they have before they can really set it all out in place? This was my major takeaway from what we were given uh, during the morning practice. Not only is Shane Ray not the backup, not the starting strong side linebacker, he's not the backup strong side linebacker. They basically have moved him over to the weak side. You know, throughout OTAs and throughout training camp, you had Shane Ray playing the Sam linebacker in base defense. They've obviously made a change. You have not seen Bradley Chubb play hardly at all with the first team. So I think that was telling a, a, a lot, saying, okay, they're giving second team reps to Chubb now just to, just to get him ready to go. By two weeks from now, he'll be running with the starters. Right, absolutely. And now looking at the the last guy who surprised on this list, and maybe not for the best of reasons, um, at the cornerback spot. What 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 really interested you there? Well, with rookie Isaac Yadam, has passed Brendan Langley. That was a third round pick last year. I mean, are they getting ready to give up on him? He has not played well during camp. You know, Joe Woods has said he well. You know, he needs to focus on. You know, the day-to-day task and, and, and play-to-play. Chris Harris said, guy's been up and down. I think he's just been mostly down. <laughs> and so Yadam has taken advantage of Tremaine Brock's injury with the hamstring to move into that nickel spot. That's a big ask for a rookie because that means you're going to play 65% of the snap. So, But I think for Yadam, it's in his hands now. He keeps playing like he is in practice. He's going to have a big role in week one. And if you're Tremaine Brock, you got to be saying, i got to get back in a hurry because my salary is not guaranteed. And I may not be on the week one roster. Right. And so as we look ahead to this first Broncos preseason game, 7 p.m. Saturday, mile high against the Vikings, what are maybe one or two things that you really hope you see, maybe from the group we've talked about, maybe not, just in terms of where this team goes next? Well, I'll give you two things. One is running back rotation. I'm going to write about that later this week. Not so much what order they play in, but how much do they play. If Devontae Booker just gets a couple snaps, He's your clear number one going forward for at least another week or two. How much do they want to use Royce Freeman, or do they want to save him a little for the regular season? Second part is Bradley Chubb, as we've talked about. He needs to play a lot. He needs to get acclimated with his 3-4 defense, moving in space as strong side linebacker, and then get some pass rush reps. He's obviously far ahead as a pass rusher as opposed to a 3-4 outside linebacker. So I think it's important for him to get on the grass so when Seattle comes on September 9th, Chubb's ready to go. But how about you? Right. I mean, I think it all comes back to, to quarterback play. We've we've mentioned it a lot, but how is Paxton Lynch going to handle this? You know, first preseason game, he should get a lot, whole lot of snaps, try to prove that he belongs here. Because if he doesn't, I mean, we could be seeing maybe a vet coming in sooner than later, Ryan, and I think that'll be something to watch. How, what does Paxton Lynch really need to do to stay on this team? I'm not sure what the answer is, but it's got to be more than what he's done so far. I was just going to say that he's got to play better than he's practiced. Um, he has not looked functional a lot of these days. They are really running a different offense than when Case Keenum is in there. If you're Paxton Lynch, you may get booed onto the field on Saturday night. Right. You know, but you mentioned the phrase sooner rather than later. If Lynch especially struggles these first two games, if other Broncos are proactive, I make a move because teams need to start a second quarterback at some point during the year. you got to have a guy you feel comfortable with that can run the same kind of game plan you're getting ready for your starter. 
Vance Joseph seems to get frustrated with that storyline today, but it's not going away because Paxton Lynch is a former first-round pick. Right, and and fate would just so have it that the quarterback who will be across from Paxton Lynch on Saturday one Trevor Simeon. So we'll, we'll we'll leave you on that note, Broncos country. Anything to add? Yeah, and what's the, who's the third string for the Vikings? That uh, was the Kyle Slaughter, yeah, uh, so Northern Colorado. Two guys right. that Bronco fans probably feel are better than Paxton Lynch. <laughs> so yeah, no, no shortage of uh, hilarity or storylines as we enter the Broncos' first preseason game. Uh, of course, uh, myself and Ryan O'Halloran will have you guys covered all the way leading up into kickoff. Uh, be sure to follow us online at thedenverpost.com. Uh, pick up the paper every day to, to check out what we've got going on and thanks for listening in.